With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. There are two things that are inextricably linked to each other. Money and living. They go together. Now, you can pine for the days when you could you could eke out an existence in the forest, pulling up truffles and killing little bunnies. But the reality is today, you want to live, you need some money. And that's why if you want to live well, you need more money. And if you want to get that money and you don't want to get into trouble getting there, you need to listen to this podcast. I wish I could tell you there were a bunch of others you could listen to. I really would like to have company in our misery, but there really aren't. There aren't a lot who are going to tell you the truth. And in the process of telling you the truth, we do make people mad. We do, we do, we do. We make people who love crypto mad. We make people who sell life insurance mad, but that's okay. What about the NFTs? Those people love you, don't they? Non-fungible the tokens. Anyway, yeah, yeah, right. we're going to get to that one too. Hmm. We are going to make everybody mad at some point. So that is our goal to make all the bad people mad and all the good people happy. Thank you for being a good people. Most of you, except for the couple of insurance agents who for some reason like to torture their self themselves by listening or, or maybe, or maybe they're considering taking over, taking up uh, a, a new career or turning an, uh, uh, the other cheek or turning a new leaf or whatever you turn. You were a stockbroker once. You went straight. I was. Yeah. I was. I am. I am still, to this day, a recovered stockbroker. The temptation to do whatever it takes to, to sell a product is powerful to make a commission. So uh, anyway, we want to talk about trust. And who can you trust? Now, we're pretty sure it's not your life insurance agent who sells investments. We're pretty sure it's not a full-service stockbroker. But who who do you trust for financial advice? Do you trust your family? Do you trust your friends? Do you trust uh, CNBC? Do you trust? Who do you trust? It's, it's confusing, and most of you don't know who to trust, Tom. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. This comes from a uh, Northwestern Mutual Planning in Progress study. It says two-thirds of Americans believe their financial planning needs improvement. Two out of three of us think, I got to do better. And uh, that's up from last year. And people are feeling greater financial uncertainty in 2023. Yeah. Don't know why, but they just are. I mean, for a variety of reasons, I guess. Inflation, interest interest rates. Inflation, the stock market's volatile, that kind of stuff. But then the question always is, okay, so where do I turn? Where do I get help? Who, I mean, who do who, I go to? Right. Do I go to, uh, do I go to my spouse? Do I go to my father? Do I go to my brother? The guy in the cubicle. That was always you my know, favorite. The guy in the, the guy cubicle at church? next to me. Yeah, I mean, next to me. Who is it? So here are the numbers. You ready? I mean, this yeah. is, this is the most trusted is, wait, source. The numbers, the numbers of what? The numbers of. This is the percentage of people that, that say they trust this 
person, this person group. to okay. source. So who, right? this is the actual numbers yep. of of who people trust. That's in right. the, for financial advice. Okay. It, back in the old days, you used to let Walter Cronkite say the most trusted source, but this is the most Not trusted for source financial for financial news. Oh, that's this, true for yeah. financial advice. advice. Okay. Yeah. All right. On the far end, way down there, which is great news for everybody. Financial influencers and social media only rack up 4%. 4% of, yeah, of everybody of out there. Yeah. So the the meme people, yep. the, okay, so only 4% trust them. I bet that's heavy Gen Z weighted. Yeah, I don't know that, but I, I, that sounds right. It makes sense. Uh, at 5%, but <laughs> rising very slowly, are friends. Oh, yeah, pay no attention to your friends. Please. Oh, Please. they really give bad oh, advice most yeah. of the time, unless they send you to talking real money. Oh, then they're great yeah. friends. There's a pal and uh, brilliant friends, by the way, brilliant, okay. really smart people. 8% is uh, business news. Now it doesn't specify. Is that CNBC? You is that the Wall Street Journal? Is it Bloomberg? Is it Jim Cramer? It's Bloomberg. It's CNBC. It's Fox Business. It's all of those. It's the, that money media that people that, that, the special market traders and prognosticators. Uh, yeah. They, they watch with rapt attention. Yeah. And some of them we hate because the advice is poor. It's pornographic. It's made to get you all worked up with it. it don't get me going. Anyway. Cheesecake okay. Delicious. <laughs> Thank you. I got me to get in trouble for that. All right. Uh, <laughs> 13% say it's a family member that I trust most for financial advice. A family member? Well, not, I bet about 90% of those family members are dads. Okay. You can see you your know, dad giving I you advice. Sure. dad because yeah. okay. dad's been managing money for 40 years. Oh, well, that's a different matter. Years, sure. You know, yeah, okay. so I'm going to listen to my dad. He's got a portfolio of stocks and, you know, he's got a million dollars. And I'm going to listen to dad, even though dad started with $2 million. Yeah, you, uh, he's down to one and a half. He's down okay. to one. <laughs> Whatever it was. All right. Uh, I asked at home, mm-hmm. and this is the response I got: was the most trusted source for financial advice. That would be my spouse. And so, seventeen oh, percent of wait, people wait, said that. Hold on. Wait, you don't buy that? No, you said that your spouse was your most trusted source of no, financial no, no. advice. The other way around. I asked at oh, home. Oh, you said she my said, spouse. Yeah, she said, ah, there we go. And well, she's, of course you. Okay, well, that. how about at your house? Wait, no. what about your house? No, oh, no, wait. no, no, my wife, no, because she was a former stockbroker. She's so smart. She thinks she knows more than me. Exactly. My wife might think that too, but she, yeah, she doesn't. gives it up. 17% of us say the most trusted source for financial advice is a spouse or partner. Okay. But, now that makes sense. That would, yeah, that one. Absolutely. That one, one out of five. Sense. Sure. That, uh, that rings. Yep. But we're missing a huge chunk. Yep. I'm coming with it right All now. Right. The number right. one most trusted source for financial advice, 31% of us say it's a financial advisor. Really? Yeah. That's a huge number of that. That's a large percentage. It's of, actually more than I would have expected. I mean, it's more than half uh, who go to who trust family members, which right. tells you that as an as an industry, we're instilling trust. That's that's a good thing to a point. But remember, still, most people don't ask for any help. Period. Right. They, they just go it alone. They do whatever they're going to do. Um, then I thought I'd do a search. I was kind of curious after reading this study about where should you go to get the best free financial advice? Just a, a, you, you did a, a Google study? machine. Just a little, 
Google. Oh, the Google machine. Yeah, just type that in, see what happens, you know. Did something happen? Yeah, something. it came up with the top seven ways to get free financial advice from bankrate.com. Oh, okay. Which what include, well, I'm not going to go through the whole seven, but which included bank or credit union. Oh, bad, bad, that, bad. You walk in there, you'll get sold Terrible. a bill of you know what. Absolutely. Um, bank rate, online, bad. Online brokers. For advice? Yeah. They don't for give free advice. financial, none. But they did mention, to their credit, the Financial Planning Association, the FPA, which does give free advice, does do pro bono work. Yes. You can get help from the FPA. Yes. I think they're trusted. Okay. But what if you're willing to pay somebody? You mm-hmm. get some help. Where should you go? Well, we know. What should you look out for? But What should you look out for? I think number one thing always is, and you've got to ask, how are you getting paid? Yep. You got to know. And if they say something like, get this, and this is said a lot. <laughs> Comes up oh, all the time. You don't pay me. No. The company does. Yeah. That That's comes from this lie. big cloud in the sky <laughs> that just, the money, magic money rains down. It. We print it yeah. in the basement yeah. and then they pay me with it. And then I pass counterfeit bills. It works <laughs> for me. For a while. Uh, <laughs> number two, you got to avoid the conflicted advice. We just mentioned brokers, insurance companies, et cetera where they have a conflict. They mm-hmm. Their job is to sell you a product that's going to make them money, not like a, this number three. Still, the best option is 100% fee-only fiduciary. Still, However, I want to go back to be 100% transparent and honest. Everybody who gives financial advice, including us, has a conflict. Sure. The, 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 what sets them apart is the disclosure of the conflict. We have a conflict. If you use the services of our company, we make money. Yep. We make money. Well, I thought and it came from the company. No, okay. No, it comes from our clients. They pay a fee oh, there you go. to the company. And that's how we get paid. We get our paycheck from the fees you pay to the company. They they keep most of them. We get some. And <laughs> we get some. But we have, I mean, of course we want you to work with us. But, but, but most people won't tell you that the conflicts are really, they're frightening in some cases when you're talking about insurance products and, and commissioned products. When somebody can get an eight or a 9% commission and doesn't disclose that to you up front, they're not being honest and they're not to be trusted. Yeah. And what happens is the institution that they're a member of ends up creating that conflict. That's what I was getting at rather than working for somebody that's transparent fee only and has a legal requirement to put your interests ahead of their own and to disclose all conflicts. Yeah. Right. Okay. Perfect. All right. There you go. So, uh, time for, couple of quick questions been a while oh piling up on me well then let's get them going here all right uh this comes from reed in beautiful gig harbor washington i'm a federal worker with a tsp three hundred fifty thousand currently have 50 percent in c fund okay c fund yeah that's That's okay big u.s companies yeah right yeah Uh uh-huh 30% 30% in S, that's small cap, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm, that's correct. And 20% in the I, international. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. I think that's okay. Okay. No bonds. I mean, that's something to think about, but that's okay. Um, here's where the trouble starts. <laughs> I have a small Roth IRA. 
I have 23% of that in OMF. Well, it's better than OMG. Get it? <laughs> it could be. Or, or even o- better than OMFG. We could come up with what <laughs> OMF means. It might well, be. Well, you know, OMFG, we, we mm. all, they all know what that means. Yeah. If they're 20, on their phones. Yeah. 26% in O. Yeah. Oh. 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 Not that kind of O. Nothing uh, like a good O. Ten <laughs> percent in VWO, twenty five percent VTI, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not worried about the the index funds, uh, mm-hmm. the index ETFs mm-hmm. you're using. I'm worried that more than half is in two products that I think these are like they're REITs. Uh, REITs. They're REITs. Yeah, okay. They're REITs. They're no, high they are dividend real right? estate investment yeah. trusts. Uh, the O. <laughs> which is oh 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 silly oh for realty income that doesn't make course. sense i think they'd be know. like oxygen or something but here's know. the thing they're paying out about a seven percent dividend yeah but they're not making you much money at all except that dividend as a matter of fact back in uh the end of 2019 that stock got uh up into the the nosebleed 70s, $74 a share. Uh, whereas uh, today, when I'm we're doing this, it's uh, it's in the 50s. So it, it went down a lot. A lot. A lot. So you got the dividend. So, yeah. But uh, you didn't, you the know. value. Yeah. And that's the thing. You, people look at these and go, I don't really care. You should because this is, this is pretty darn volatile. And then. OMFG. I'm sorry. OMF. No, <laughs> Come on. You're going to get us One censored right main, out of here. We can't get censored. We're a podcast. Ah, I guess so. There's uh, always o- somebody, though. Come OMF on. is uh, One Main Holdings, which is another REIT with a much bigger dividend. How big? Like nine and a half percent. These are individual REITs, though, correct? These are individual REITs, yeah. not a fund of REITs, but yeah, individual I'm... REITs. So you've got a higher degree of volatility than you would in a massively diversified REIT portfolio like the Vanguard Real Estate Fund or something similar. And again, here's the volatility. This this fund in 2021 got up as high as $60. It's now in the the low 40s. So you've lost wow. a third of your value. Yeah. But you're still you're, getting your 10% every year. So I'm getting what? my 10%. Coming well, from the, where? <laughs> it's a very focused investment Yeah, with a, a, with a high degree of volatility. And real estate's not – real estate should only be a tiny little portion of and your And it should be what you just said, diversified among many types of REITs. You own a REIT fund, it's got – yeah, it's got some apartments. It might have shopping centers. It's got all kinds of commercial real estate activity. It's not focused on one particular part of the market. That's risky. That's risky. Avantis and Dimensional, they have real estate ETFs that uh, that, that you where you can own a number of real estate funds, our, our real estate investment trusts. As a matter of fact, I want to look at Avantis's. But it's, I bet uh, it's in or- the hundreds their portfolio just because i'm curious and morningstar i wish you guys would speed up your servers they are so slow 
Too many people uh, looking up stocks, man. 275 individual REITs. Individual so, yeah. REITs inside this. And let just to give you an idea of, of the diversification in here, you've got American Tower, which owns most of the cell phone towers in the country. You've got public storage. Oh, gosh, you don't know what they are, do you? Orange doors. Uh, you've got Realty Income Corp in there. Sure. We've got uh, Simon Properties. You know, so you've got lots of REITs. Lots of REITs means diversification. Diversification almost always means lower volatility, and it certainly means a higher degree of overall safety because one REIT can go broke. Sure. Happens. 275. And what are the odds? Yeah. I mean, the asset class can have a difficult time, but the yeah. individual REITs Will really again, be a problem. That so, as yeah. an asset class, we believe it shouldn't be much more than about 5% of your portfolio. Small number. Yeah. So anyway, so back to you, Reed. No, I think the rest of this is fine. I would not hold individual REITs. Nope. Uh, time for one more? Got time yep. for one more? Okay, good. Because yep. it comes from, from Boise. We're not at 20 minutes yet. We're good. Okay, 20 minutes from Boise, Idaho, uh, from Chuck. Uh -huh. He says, I noticed Schwab has an automatic CD and bond ladder tool with several choices for duration and rates. I heard Vanguard also has this feature, but when I look for it, it doesn't seem to be automatic. It seems like a good way to save some of the work of a ladder. First, explain what a ladder is. Other than a the ladder one is where you holidays. buy, you go out and you invest your money in uh, certificates of deposit or treasury notes and bills that mature every year over a particular time frame. Five years is a typical ladder. You have a one-year, two-year, three-year, four-year, five-year CD. The trick to doing this, though, is that the minute the one-year CD comes due, you must immediately, no thinking, mm. move that right out to the longest but maturity wait. CD. Whether rates are rates up are or doing down, this, it doesn't uh, matter. I'll wait, because next week they're oh. going to do the Federal Reserve. and the, 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 the. No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you had that philosophy, it would be like, well, I'm just going to buy the one-year uh, CDs right now, and I'm going to wait for the two, the three, the four, and the five to come up. Because right now, you could build a five-year ladder at Schwab, which, by the way, their tool is brilliant. I've been playing with it. You got to be a client, though, right? Got to be a Schwab client. Okay. I've been playing with it, though. It's nice. I can build a five-year ladder with a 5.55% one-year CD, 5.352, a 5.13, a 4.854, and a 4.755. That's pretty good. But didn't yeah, your but mother you ever tell you don't play with your bond ladder? Come on. No, my, my mother didn't tell us to not play with anything, which is okay. why we almost died so many times. <laughs> Are those matches? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, f uh, six years old, I burned down a garage. <laughs> Is this Honest something we really want to know? Honest to God, I was six years old. I had a friend who was a trouble. We oh, went we're to blaming the, the friend now, are well, we? He was evil. Okay. Uh, we went <laughs> evil to a at little, six years old? Evil Come at on. six. We went to a little local grocery store in Boulder, Colorado. It was yeah. right around the corner. You know, those corner stores they used to have. I hope they're not looking for you there if they hear this story. And we No, I got in trouble already. Statue of limitations? Oh, no, wait, I'll tell you. This is a great story. <laughs> we grab a box of the wooden matches. Yeah, the old days of wooden matches, and, sure. And, and so he said, let's go scare girls. That's always a good way to do Running it. Running up and down the alley and flicking matches at them. Like, we're going to set the girls on fire. <laughs> Listening to Jim Stafford's Spiders and, and Snakes. For some reason, six-year-olds are idiots. There was a garage facing the alley, and it had a drain, a little circular yeah, drain right, with yeah. holes in it. Mm -hmm, yeah, right. You know, you dropped um, one in like, there? We dropped. We were we were lighting them and throwing them in there just And then for what fun. happened? Yeah. 
Well, we didn't know because we went on our way to do something else mischievous. Came back an hour and later. I came, no, I'm I'm at home in my bedroom upstairs. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And, I, and the doorbell rings <laughs> and my mother screams upstairs, oh, Donald Anderson McDonald Jr., get down here. I go down the stairs and at the front door. Guess who? Is the Boulder, Colorado fire chief oh, in his full regalia standing about 562 feet tall he wasn't charred was he was he looking okay no 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 but he was very angry looking yeah Mm. and did i get a talking to and then i think other things because that was back in the days of spankings and the like um so Corporal anyway. punishment of some time. Yeah. How did that? How did we get on that? All right. Well, I don't because the fire thing. Anyway, so okay. <laughs> There's ladder, bomb, mom, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Okay. That so was your fault. Okay. I know. I finally I led us in the wrong direction. Anyway, it's a great tool. Um, if you have your money at Schwab, you should look into this. I mean, I think I think to have it autumn like really, everything else. We know about money that people the discipline is the toughest part, right? Yep. Yep. Because yep. it looks different tomorrow. Yeah, it always looks different. You gotta have a plan. And That's the great. The cool thing is, is the average yield on this five-year ladder is five percent five point one two and that's That's the beauty and by the way the beauty of ladders is they work really well to replenish emergency money pools like if you have your emergency funds you got six months worth of expenses well when the cd comes due instead of rolling it out you replenish your your emergency money and roll what's left out to the next longest maturity. It's a really, really cool discipline. And to have it automated on Schwab, good for you, Schwab. Very yeah. impressed. I am too. Uh, real quick, if you want a little help, free Burning help. down a garage, call Don. <laughs> Don. Mr. Pyro in the pyro. back there. I was a baby Pyro. I, you, I would have thought you moved on to like bigger flames. I mean, matches are too small. No, I, no. I, after that, start I, with I, that, I don't know. I don't touch anything that has a, say, no. Like flamethrower or something? No, a little no, I don't have a flamethrower. I do not have that Elon Musk thing going where. <laughs> I see. You don't need to burn down New Mexico. Uh, Texas, I get wherever he is. any rate, if you want a little help, yeah. And we do it free. Free pro bono. Pro bono. We look at your situation. We look at your portfolio and say, hmm, things to think about. No sales. No pushy. It's very simple. We get compliments from this all the time. You can just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, or they still have a telephone that rings and people <gasps> actually answer it. With an 800 number? Yeah. That even it's, works from Hawaii? So from the underground, the underwater ocean, inter-whatever phone line, yes. <laughs> Trans-Pacific <laughs> Cable? That's, that's it. That's the word. 800 386 3004 800 386 It was interesting. Uh, uh, speaking of the pro bono work, I was reading an article in uh, Financial Planning Magazine that encouraged some of the larger advisory firms out there who only take big clients to just for the good of the country, take on some lower cost, some smaller account pro bono work. So I thought we're cutting edge. We've been doing pro oh, bono work for a decade. Long, long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love it. It's so give us a call 800-386-3004 or go to talkingrealmoney.com. Click on that button, meet an advisor. It's free. It's easy. No cost, no obligation, no high pressure sales pitch. Anyway, we're done. We're out of here. This podcast is over. Please don't hate me for burning down that garage. Oh, there was a harp in it too. Oh no. Yeah, I know. 
I, I don't know what we did. We were very poor back then. I don't know what my mother did. I've no Probably idea still resent you for it. How so she got out of that. How she got me out of that. I, I, I should have gone to jail at six years old, but I didn't. I lucked out. And that was it. I learned my lesson. I'm Don. Kinda. Who learned his lesson. <laughs> Kinda. And that's Tom, who hasn't yet. And we hang out talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?